The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Hey, welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with women to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. And I'm Mary Preston, a licensed marriage and family therapist, life coach, and the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. Speaking of which, if you're a healthcare professional experiencing stress, definitely come join me in the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group. Link is always in the show notes or just do a search on Facebook for the info. And if you have questions about any of our programs, the podcast, anything about health and wellness, come join us in our Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group, or just come find us on social media. I am always active on Facebook. Mm -hmm. You will definitely find me there. Yeah. And if you struggle with overwhelming cravings that you just can't seem to get control of, then I invite you to come join me in my Lose Your Cravings community where I'm planning some really awesome trainings and some free coaching opportunities this year. Um, It's going to be amazing. Just head on over to Facebook and search Lose Your Cravings and join. Come on. Come on in. Come on in. Join her. Get rid of those cravings. (laughs) <laughs> and I think this is going to, it's going to counter to that. Oh, Our topic yeah. of the day is yeah. good food and bad food. Definitely. Yeah. So in this episode, uh, we're going to talk about why we think of food as good and bad. Um, if there really is good and bad food and how this thought pattern is affecting how you eat. Excellent. Excellent. Take us out. I will. Taking us out. Um, (laughs) So yeah, guys, um, I posed this question in my Lose Your Cravings Facebook group a couple weeks back. Um, So it was, you know, true or false? Are there good and bad foods? And I was a bit surprised by some of the responses uh, from some of the members. uh, But truthfully, I was expecting members to write, you know, the answer true. And, you know, this didn't surprise me. But Um, I personally had had this belief that there were good and bad foods when I was younger and that there were foods that would make you fat. So those would be the bad foods and then foods that helped you lose weight. And those were the good foods. Um, But what really surprised me was uh, the reason some people gave for their true answer. And it had to do with the health risks of food. I had some um, explained that foods, you know, with high amounts of cholesterol and fat were bad because they caused heart disease and other chronic conditions. So when right. I were brainstorming topics for this episode, I thought that, um, you know, this idea of good food and bad food would be a great topic to discuss because if, you know, there's people in my group who are, of having this thought of you know good and bad food then there's obviously way more people you know because like my group is only a very you know small amount of 
the the world population and of course everybody is listening to this podcast so it's just you know a small amount of our listeners as well yeah it's such a great topic because i think all the time we're um offered diets like and you know like eat this not that Mm -hmm. this is the good food this is what's going to help you lose weight this is what's gonna and then they're put into these categories and i could probably think about, you know, a long list of food that's put into the quote unquote bad food category. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, Yeah. So we, you know, we often have the idea or belief that there are good foods and bad foods, but really what makes a food good or bad? Mm -hmm. And I want to say that food is just food. You know, it doesn't wake up one morning thinking I'm going to, I'm going to go make someone eat me and I'm going to give them heart disease. (laughs) You know, like that's (laughs) evil, evil food. You know, food is not, uh, it's not created with the intent to give people diabetes or to cause people Mm. to gain weight. You know, food is just food. That's it. You know, it has no control over what it is made of how it affects people's dopamine levels, cravings, or uh, habitual responses. Um, So like, let's take the example of shrimp. Mm -hmm. I love shrimp. I think they are delicious. I love shrimp tacos, shrimp Alfredo, shrimp gumbo. I love shrimp. I concur. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Shrimp is good. It's a good food. You know, I could say like, oh, that's, you know, that's a good food. Uh, But take someone who's allergic to shrimp. And they are not going to want to eat shrimp. In fact, they are going to want to be very careful about not eating it, right? Right. Now, is shrimp good or bad? Well, yeah, hmm. that's a great question. Depends. (laughs) You know, I would have to say that it is neither. It is, you know, it is a food that I like and it is a food that someone else is allergic to. And that doesn't make it good or bad. It's just food. Right. So why do we believe that specific foods are good or bad? Like why, where does this come from? Um, You know, really if food is just food, then why do we have this belief that food is good or bad? And simply put, I'm going to say media and I will use media media as an all encompassing term for like advertisements, news articles, magazine articles, social media posts, songs, commercials, ads, anything you can think of that um, you consume visually or auditorily is kind of like that media or that influence. Right. Um, So if you have ever been on a diet, (laughs) you know what I mean. You go um, on the low fat diet and (laughs) fat is bad. Um, it will make you fat and you want to stay away from it as much as possible. Um, and then the opposite is true for carbs. Carbs are good for you and you can eat those, right? If you are on a low carb diet, then carbs are bad. And when I say bad, I'm using like quotation, like they're bad. And, uh, you want to stay as far away from them as possible. And foods with fat and protein are therefore good foods, And diets are famous for polarizing, you know, these macronutrients. So like fat, carbs, protein, they're either good or bad. Um, And even if we take clean eating 
Like when you are eating clean, fresh, whole, unprocessed foods, you are good, quote unquote, good. And processed packaged foods are quote unquote bad, right? You want to stay away from them. Um, so is it good or bad? So are there foods that are going to be more advantageous to eat than others? Yes. Um, you know, if you've seen Super Size Me, then you know what happens when someone who doesn't eat much fast food eats fast food for every meal for an entire month. Have you seen that movie, Mary? Um, I have not watched okay. it. Yeah. Um, but I get, you the, can, I get, you the, can gist. get the idea, right? Yeah. You know, his body changes and his health um, markers mm-hmm. change as well. Um, right. You know, but I want to argue that the food itself is not inherently bad. You know, fast food is just food. And we know what it does to our bodies if we eat too much for a long period of time. And we can make our own decision as to how much fast food we want to incorporate into our diet. Um, You know, some of us may want to incorporate it every so often. Some of us, you know, once a week, some of us not at all. Um, and it, that's like, at that point, that's your decision as a person. Right. But definitely oversimplifying it then to say fast food is bad. You can still make a choice to eat it mm-hmm. and it'll just do what it does. Yeah, it does what it does. <laughs> food just does what it does. <laughs> I mean, I mean, somebody could argue that, you know, mm-hmm. if you eat it once a month, it's not a bad food. Right. right. You know, so there's, there's like all these ideas, right? Um, so here's a question. If we eat fast food, are we bad? Huh. What do you think, Mary? No, <laughs> no, we're not bad. You know this though. No, uh, I know this. It doesn't make you bad. Yeah, Food does not make you a good or bad person. Food is just food. And what you put in your body does not determine your worth or your value. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, what you eat does not make you a good person or a bad person. Food is just neutral. I like to think of it as a neutral thing. And I guess what I'm trying to say or what I am saying is that food, um, it it does affect our body in one way or another. There are chemical processes that go on when we eat food. Uh, different hormones are re- are released when we eat different foods, but that does not mean that the food is good or bad. Um, and if you're struggling with the idea that there are good foods and bad foods and that you shouldn't eat bad foods, I encourage you to explore the separation of food in a feeling of good or bad. Um, yeah, it's just, a, you know, really a chemical reaction in your body Um, but it doesn't make you good or bad. Your body can make cells out of Cheetos or vegetables. Exactly. And it will sustain life too. You know, your body is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so now you may be asking, you know, like, why do we want to get away from the idea of good or bad food? Like what's wrong with having that idea? Um, And when we have the idea of food being good or bad, then when we eat those foods that make us, um, like when we eat those foods, they make us good or bad, right? Uh, And, you know, like when I was eating my low fat, um, 
diet, low calorie diet, you know, I saw high fat foods like ice cream, cookies, pies, pastries, and cake as bad. Like they were like literally Mm. bad foods. I shouldn't eat them uh, because they'll make me fat. I stayed away from them and believed that I shouldn't be eating them. But of course, after restricting these foods for so long and thinking about, you know, how badly I wanted them because they're good, right? Ice cream's good. I'm not going to lie. You know, it may be, it may be cookies, you know, like not a big cake fan. I can go without cake. That's not a problem. But like ice cream. What? Blasphemy. I know. know. Sorry. (laughs) I could go without donuts too. Like, but ice cream. (sighs) Come on. I'm sorry. I just learned this about Kisa. (laughs) Go without donuts. Are we not friends anymore? (laughs) It's ridiculous. Um, But yeah. Okay. So after restricting these foods, you know, for, for some time, and thinking about how badly I wanted them and how good they tasted, I would eventually give in to my cravings and eat the bad food. And when this happened, I believed I was a bad person. Yeah, that's where the kicker right yeah. there. You know, I ate food that I wasn't supposed to, you know, that was bad. And therefore, I was a bad person. Yep. I attached my worth and value to what I ate. And the same went for good food. Hold on one second. <laughs> We've got a visitor. I have a visitor. One second. Okay, can you give me five minutes? Thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you mind if I pause? That's totally okay, fine. We're back. Sorry. Go for it. Here, I'll pause actually. So yeah, I ate food that I wasn't supposed to, that was bad, and therefore I was a bad person. I attached my worth and value to what I ate. And the same went for good food. When I ate low-fat food like Nutrigrain bars and fat-free yogurt, I was good. I was eating what I was supposed to, and therefore I was a good person. And I can say this for every diet I was on, (laughs) you know, there were certain foods that were good and bad. And if I ate the bad foods, then I was a bad person. I was a failure. I wasn't good enough. And if I ate good foods, I was a good person. I was doing what I was supposed to. I was valued. Well, yeah, we say it all the time, right? Oh, I was so bad. I had cake. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, I was bad. It's like you're doing something Mm-hmm. bad like you're being bad naughty, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to take a look at how you view food do you have foods that are good or bad that you think are good or bad you know what are they and why are those in those categories like why are they good or why are they bad are they there because of a specific diet you're on are they there because your doctor said they were not healthy Are they there because of a commercial you saw or what, um, you know, the package says like, ah, it's healthy, you know, like healthy, just FYI, healthy. When something's labeled healthy on a package, it has no meaning whatsoever. There's no backing Mm -hmm. to the term healthy. So just disregard it. Um, Good call. Yeah. So I really want you to be curious about what foods you think are good and bad and why you think or believe that. You know, how does this affect the way you view food? How do you think and view food when you have foods that are good or bad? 
Um, are there, are there foods on your bad list that you secretly want to eat? <laughs> you know, and what happens when you do eat those foods? How do you feel about yourself? Right. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about whether or not I, I still, I'm sure there are, <clears throat> you know, when you walk through the grocery store, it's like, Oh, don't go down that mm -hmm. aisle. That's where the chocolate right? is. Right. Yeah, I can't go down that aisle. That's where the gummy bears are. The evil are. aisle. <laughs> oh, I do love that I can walk down every mm -hmm. single aisle now and not really be affected by it. I like that. Good goal. And, you know, I really, I always like to think of the bad boy analogy when I think about yeah. food. You know, as a heterosexual female, I always had a thing for bad boys. You know, they're just something <laughs> about them. You know, it's like they're, they're taboo, they're rebellious, they're dangerous. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I secret, secretly wanted to be with a bad boy. But truthfully, <laughs> it was the idea of the boy mm -hmm. being bad. It wasn't the boy itself. <laughs> yep. And the same thing goes for food. You know, when we have the idea that it's like a bad forbidden food, especially mm -hmm. when it's something that like we have liked in the past. It's like something we've eaten in the past. And then all of a sudden, like you go on this diet and it's all of a sudden it's a bad food. It's like, Oh, I shouldn't have that. But secretly. Want yeah. There's it. something, you know, when I said naughty earlier, like I, I always giggle when it like that, there's something about that mm -hmm. word. But I think when you, like, when you say it like that, instead of like bad, there's something about the, it's like off limits, mm -hmm. but it's like, something that secretly everybody really wants, but it's just not good for us. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Bad foods, the chocolate aisle. Chocolate aisle. So bad. <laughs> uh, then all you want is the chocolate. Well, yeah, aisle. of course. Like if you're like, Oh, it's bad. I'm not supposed to have it, but it's something that you have, especially. Yeah. If you've wanted mm -hmm. it before, if you've had it before and enjoyed it before, and then you go on this diet yep. and it's, it's something that's bad on this diet. And you're like, well, mm -hmm. So, yeah. and I think we all know like where it gets to a dangerous point with that. Right. And then we do the secret, yeah, the, the secret, secret eating, chocolate binge. The secret eating. Yeah. yeah. Cause nobody, yeah. especially if we, you know, people know, I remember this, like on the paleo diet, like I remember I got, I got so mad at this person. <laughs> we're at a gathering. Right. Um, and we're out to eat and my friend sitting next to me had like something that was not paleo. And she asked me if I wanted to try it. And I'm just like, sure. And the person on the other side of me, like, knew that I was on a paleo diet. And they're just like, but that's not paleo. And I'm just kind of like, in my head, I'm just like, I don't know. I just got so mad because I'm like, I can still eat it. It's just because I'm like. So judging. Yeah, just because I'm on a paleo <laughs> diet doesn't mean that, like, 100% everything has to be paleo. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. I can choose whatever I want to eat. And it's like, literally just a bite. <laughs> yeah so interesting uh, right but in in that person's mind it was a like quote unquote bad food because not on right, your list right it's not on my list uh, huh. yeah. yeah so you know if there is a food that is bad that you know we're not supposed to have then deep down there's like that, that desire for that food you know when we think the food is bad we automatically want it a little you know, just a, maybe mm -hmm. a little, and then it gets like bigger and bigger and bigger until like we do that secret eating. Um, and like I said, you know, ice cream was my, my food, my, my suite of choice. And, you know, for years it was bad. It was a quote unquote bad food for me. Um, 
and I, you know, I believed that it was bad, but I still craved it because I couldn't have it. And when mm-hmm. I did eat it, you know, I was a bad person. You know, now I believe that ice cream is just ice cream. You know, I eat it when I want it. And truthfully, it's not that often anymore because it's not on my bad list and it's not restricted from me. So I don't have that, that right. label as ice cream being bad and that I can't have it. Um, and I, I also, um, transparency here, I don't go for the healthier option when I have ice cream. You know, like I go for like that Ben and Jerry's half-baked or cinnamon bun. Like those are my favorites. And so sometimes I think like when we go for that like healthier version or option, mm-hmm. that, that it's not truthfully like satisfying it's not what we really want right it's like i'll get the the low fat with the vanilla extract yeah yeah it's not what we really want and that's the only ingredients right yeah it's not what you really want in that moment but when i when i have Mm. like the real thing it's like that satisfies me and like i'm good for a while right (laughs) and like that you know like just changing this thought about like that good and bad food, like that mindset, like it's been amazing to see how I can be around the ice cream and I can have one serving of it and I can eat it and not feel guilty about it. I can eat it and be at peace with myself. I can be satisfied and not feel that guilt and shame, which I once did. Yeah, I, you know, you we've talked about this before, I, you know, struggling with um, my cookies and chips, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, that's been on my like, quote unquote, bad list for so long. And then <clears throat> finally getting to a place, right? Sometimes I still have that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But most of the time, it's like, it's just cookies. Mm-hmm. And I think my concern would be if I have some of this bad food, mm-hmm. if I have these cookies, I'll never stop eating mm-hmm. them. If I let myself just have a little, mm-hmm. I'll never stop. Yeah. But when you can just like, when you just let the food be neutral, mm-hmm. it's just a cookie, mm-hmm. nothing more. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't force itself upon you. And I think Mary, you bring okay. up like a really good point and that this might be a great topic for a future podcast. And it's just like that idea of like, if I start, I can't stop. Because mm-hmm. I think that is so yep. true for so many of us. We have that belief where it's like, well, if I just have one bite, then I'm just going to eat the whole bag. Mm-hmm. Which may be, you know, because speaking to a lot of folks with, you know, binging of of different varieties, mm-hmm. you know, often it has been the pattern. And so there is a fear. Mm-hmm. Like if I start, I won't mm-hmm. stop and I will. I'll go to the pantry. I'll get everything in there. Yeah, because that's what you've always but done. I think yeah, this this very simple idea of like, is there a good food? Is there a bad food? Is a really good first mm-hmm. step. Oh, definitely. To mm-hmm. to considering, yeah, <laughs> those binging yeah. moments. <laughs> yeah, and so really, when we move away from this idea of good and bad food, we move toward. I want to say, I want to call it food neutrality, mm-hmm. and like really tuning into our body and learning how it feels like this food feels in our body, not someone else's. It's like oftentimes we get like this idea of like how this food is going to be awful for our body, you know? Yeah. But really like if you like get away from all of like other people's opinions, other people's ideas and really tune into like what's happening in your body, um, you know, we can see 
like for me, it was the ice cream, right? I can see what amount of ice cream feels good in my body and how much it takes to satisfy me. Like when I really tune into yeah. it and when I really like let myself enjoy it. Cause I think often when we, when we end up like binging on food, it's because we're really not enjoying it necessarily in the moment because we're thinking like, I shouldn't be eating this while we're eating yeah, it. We we're like, out. Oh, I shouldn't be eating it. Okay. Next bite's going to be my mm-hmm. last bite. And then it just keeps going on. Right. Like, okay, just two yeah. more. Okay. Wait, no, you know, it's like, we're not really in the present moment as far as like yep. enjoying it and like letting ourself enjoy it because we think it's a bad food. Yeah. And I found this many times, like once you tune mm-hmm. in, um, and sometimes there's food, like I always laugh about like Cheetos and there's like a couple different like chips where they're like airy. I don't mm-hmm. know. They're like, like when you really spend the time and like taste mm-hmm. it, it doesn't taste the way you think it's going to taste. And it's just a really interesting experience. And I used to do this thing where I'm like, well, I'll pay attention so that I don't eat so much. Right. It was more like a diet trick. Okay. Like, okay. oh, if you tune in. The truth is you can like still enjoy it, but it's very interesting, right? When you check in, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like sometimes it does satisfy. Sometimes this ice cream is like, it does hit the spot. And sometimes it's like, oh, I just, I had some other thing I needed right. to satisfy and this doesn't actually do the trick. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And I, I, I've been doing um, mindful eating. I had mm-hmm. a, um, a challenge and just, you know, last year and then. Um, I'm going to be doing a workshop in a friend's group on mindful eating and, and I don't, I don't want to take it for, for like a weight loss perspective. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what I'm using it for, but I, I really think that like when we do tune into what we're eating and we're like aware of what we're eating, it's like you have, you're more aware of like how it tastes, right? Texture. Yeah, it's fascinating. And how much is going to satisfy you and whether that be like a whole bag of Cheetos or whether that be like two Cheetos, you know, it's like you can tune that into your body and see what your body needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very interesting when we Mm -hmm. tune in highly, I highly recommend it. Tune into your body. (laughs) Um, So yeah, you know, uh, we eat a well-balanced diet that includes, you know, your favorite foods. You can, you know, eat bread or ice cream or cookies and you know that your body knows how much to eat and you don't feel guilt or shame um, or like you're a bad person around it when you really get rid of like that that good and bad and I think that's just like that that I mean I just want to speak so strongly towards the mindset of a good and bad food especially if you struggle with like constant dieting Mm. yo-yo dieting binging like it just really helps you move towards that food neutrality and then that food isn't really like needed so much does that make sense like when you're when you're um it's just really helped me like getting away from like that good and bad food really helped me learn like what my body really needs um and just really tuning into my body and not really craving it so much (laughs) because it's not off limits yeah truthfully and you know I always think this is so important, right? Like how much time and energy have I spent considering whether a food is good or bad or on limits or Mm -hmm. off limits? 
And like, if I'm a bad person when like, there's so much more important things to be doing in the world, right? This is just what's been fed Mm -hmm. to me, pun pun not intended, but now I like it. It's been fed to me from the media, right? From like diet culture, from the patriarchy, just like you're supposed to be small. And if you're not doing the thing that keeps you the smallest, you're doing the wrong thing. It's like immoral and bad. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I love, I love that you bring that up, Mary. That's so, so important and powerful to, to remember too. It's just food. Food is literally just like we put things in our mouth that will hopefully keep us alive longer. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we hope it tastes delicious. Sometimes Sometimes it doesn't taste delicious, but our body is very appreciative. Yeah, definitely. Okay, my friends, I do have some (laughs) tips. Um, And my five tips are, you know, really moving towards that food neutrality. So if you do struggle with this idea of good food versus bad food, and you can see it affecting the way you eat and the way you think about yourself, um, I really encourage you to move towards like that food neutrality. Um, So the first step is just really understanding that or wrapping your head around that food is just food. It has no agenda. It's just food. has no intention of harming you or making you a good person or a bad person. You know, it's just food. Unless you're talking about cookies, then they are insidious and out to get you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh, Mary. It's just food. It's just food. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, The second thing is to really observe your thoughts. So what foods do you classify as good or bad? And really, like, really look at all these different foods that you have in your life that you crave. Like, do I think of it as good or bad? Um, And write them down. Like, write, like, what you think is good and what you think is bad. Just kind of, you could just always make a T-chart. Going back to the education. Teacher teacher in me. T-chart with good, bad, and then list underneath. Um, Third, the third thing... (laughs) Mary's cracking up at me. Uh, the third thing is to question, like, why are the foods good or bad to you? Like, you have your list, like, why are these foods good? And why are these foods bad? Great question. You know, what yeah. has led you to believe that a certain food is good or bad? Is it the diet you're on? Um, is it, you know, something, a book you read about food? Is it... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you just want to be as skinny as possible and these foods are high in calories. So, you know, like Mm -hmm. what, or is it like common knowledge Mm -hmm. putting that in quotes? Like everybody knows that fat's bad for you. Exactly. Right. Um, And then the fourth is, you know, your worth when you eat good or Mm -hmm. bad food, how does it affect how you feel about yourself? So really see like when you eat a food that's on your bad list, how do you feel about yourself? Does it make you feel worse? Does it make you feel like a bad person? Um, like you're not deserving, you're not lovable. Like how does that make you feel? And just really observe and see if that, like, is that serving you? Like, I love that question. Like, does this serve me to think that ice cream is bad mm-hmm. for me? Does it serve me that ice, you know, for me to think that ice cream is bad? No, it doesn't. Right. Because when I eat it, I'm just going to think of myself as like I failed. 
Um, I feel guilty. I feel shame. I feel like I'm not, um, um, I'm not worthy. I'm not valuable. I'm not valued. So all those things, like none of those, none of those thoughts and ideas serves me. Like what good does that do me? Nothing. Just makes me feel like. And it's so interesting. Just the, (laughs) just the, like the, this very idea, even though it's, it's not necessarily about this. Right. But as soon as I start thinking that it's like, I'm not worthy, I'm not valuable. I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough. All I want to do is eat sugar. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't even serve me in that way. Yeah. And that's like that. I think that speaks to the, like, you know, the binging or overeating. It's like, we Mm -hmm. cross that line, so to speak. Like we eat that cookie and then all of a sudden we're this bad person. We feel guilt and shame. And then what do you want to do? You want to eat. Yeah. It doesn't even, doesn't even help you with what you're trying to do. It doesn't. (laughs) Okay. And then number five is how could you create food neutrality towards these foods? So these foods that are on your bad list, you know, really, uh, how can you make it, how can you move towards that food neutrality? Maybe it's letting go of the idea of good and bad food. Maybe it is creating new thoughts about these foods Uh, Maybe it's revamping your perspective on food and realizing that food is just food. Um, It isn't out there to make you fat or sick or a bad person, you know, and really know that you have the power to change your thoughts around food. Yeah, I love this. This idea of like food is just food. I can't tell you how many times it's been helpful for like myself Mm -hmm. or other people. And, you know, just this idea of like, it's very boring, food. Like when you talk about like the science of it, it's just like, it's not very exciting. (laughs) Just like, here's what avocado does to my body. I don't, right. It's not good or bad. It's like, it's delicious and it does this and I feel this way Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, no drama, no drama, no drama, mama. Mm -hmm. Thanks. I like that. I like that. And I hope more and more people can go towards neutrality and then we can, I think it really helps us make decisions better, right? Like standing in the grocery store, I don't have to like war with myself on what aisle to go down. I can just decide what I like, what foods I want to put in my grocery cart. Yeah. Very objective. Yeah. Very just like some is going to be delicious. Some's just going to build cells. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I can it's remember like standing in food mm-hmm. aisles in front of like whatever, even like crackers, you know, I'm just like, boring in my head back and forth. It's like, I want it, but I shouldn't have it. It's a bad, you know, it's not on my list or it's Mm -hmm. not like an acceptable food for whatever diet I'm on, blah, 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 blah. And just standing there for like minutes. And I'm just like wasting brain energy, wasting time, making Mm -hmm. drama in my head because I thought it was bad food. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I like it. All right, friends. So we've got for you today. Thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening in. Tune into our next episode. We're going to talk about the circle of life, not the song from the Lion King, which I'm hoping Kisa will sing to you in this next episode, but it's more the circle of life, how we look at wellness as a whole. It's a tool. (laughs) Maybe Antonia will make an appearance. Uh, We should have her sing the circle of life. Be so good. Uh, if you'd like to know more about us, if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. 
And you can also check out Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com, K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com and get yourself to her Facebook group where you can do all of her challenges and fun things this year. And if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. We really want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible, and we need your help to get our message out. Yeah, and that being said, if you enjoy the show, the best thing you can do is leave us an honest review on iTunes. Simply go to iTunes, search for the podcast page, hit the tab for ratings and reviews, and click on write a review. It's super helpful. That's it. Thanks, friends. Bye. Bye.